0: And welcome back to another episode of the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. We just had a blast going over Galaxy Quest last week, so thank you, York, for that. And we're back with a movie that me and Jared are gonna just gush about. And if you have a negative thought about this, you can you can just f right off. All right. Um. So let's
1: let's start, Jared.
0: Watching so, this movie
1: again. When, when was the last time you saw this? Uh, I it it was back in college. I it was undergrad, so it had it was 2013 in that range. Uh, 2012, 2013, something like that. It's almost a decade. Um, it did not age as well as memory lends it, but holy hell, man! When that third act hits, it's a great movie. That third act hits, and it's just like, whoo! This is what I remember, and it's exactly what I thought. So no, that I enjoyed it. Still, didn't hold up as good, but I fucking still enjoy this movie. Seth and I also had a long conversation about it.
0: Okay, I'm excited to hear. I'm excited for Seth to bring us all down. Um, This is this whole movie is a good vibe. That's what I'm going to say. It's a good vibe. All right, before I get to Seth, because he's going to piss me off. Yorton, (laughs) you've never seen this movie. (laughs) What are your thoughts from this 2007 film? push
2: uh to me it was just sort of it was okay it was just like a just a good fun action adventure movie i uh, didn't really see anything special about it uh but you uh, know i enjoyed it but nothing to write home with or write home about so that's pretty so much saying, my
0: thoughts. it's a good popcorn movie
1: i i that's actually not hate- ridiculous it. I hate your opinion more than I hate Seth's opinion and Seth is about the shit all over this movie. Because <laughs> well, uh... this this is a movie you either love or you hate. You cannot be <laughs> lukewarm about this movie. Sorry. Oh, anyone could
0: hate this movie, but Seth is gonna try to tell me how he hates this. Seth, what just first of all, what's wrong with you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> there have been so many people in this world that have tried to figure that out. I I don't have any answers. But no, Jared texted me because I had not texted him, and he said, You hated this movie, didn't you? And I said, You knew I would, from the moment it was announced, that I was going to hate this movie. You knew before I ever turned this movie on, I was not going to like this movie. And he was right. Uh, I did not. This movie is so 2000s that it hurts at times between the music. The, the shots, the uh the like hidden camera not yeah, the hidden camera shots that they would have in this movie and all of the like different things they had going on that was like kind of that needed to be honestly fleshed out just a little bit more for it to really stand on its own. But there is one part that I find to me to be the most confusing aspect of it is that they called the movie push and they kept calling the telepathic people push pushers but yet they'd have the other people actually doing pushing constantly throughout the movie of pushing people out of the way of pushing things out of the way but yet pushers were the telepathics not the telekinetics i was like why are y'all called this i mean i know they explained it that it pushes memories into people's mind but that felt like a very poorly chosen term given that the actual act of pushing was done by the movers
0: Sorry, that's a good point hey so this movie in Spanish speaking countries was called Heroes and people went to the theater thinking it was a movie based off the TV show Heroes and they were mistaken um okay I mean so I guess that's where we split I liked the camera work so if you liked the camera work you probably liked this movie and if you didn't you were just annoyed by it am I wrong
3: Seth No, I mean, that was definitely part of it. Actually, a big part of it was that you would have these shots that were normal, and then all of a sudden they're walking while this extra long music scene is playing, and you see a shot from behind a van of Dakota Fanning and Chris Evans walking like they're paparazzi. I don't know. It is weird.
1: And uh, go ahead, Jared. Oh, sorry. I do agree with Seth on that piece. It does, like, date the movie because that was the filming style in, like, the late aughts, um, mainly from, like, Jason Bourne. The Bourne movies were the ones who really, like, tried to champion that, which I enjoyed the Bourne movies, but just, like, the camera work on there was actually a lot worse than the camera work here. Um, But, no, I do agree with Seth on that part that, that does date the movie in terms of the music and the way it was filmed. Because they would go from a like a straight up like face shot, like headshot, but then it would go into a low shot like with a quick cut. It wasn't even like painting low to just show how like how big he is, or like uh, they did that a lot with Jaime Hansu to like make his character seem larger than life. But I think that it would would have suited better if they would have just pinned the camera down instead of cutting straight to a low angle shot
0: you know what would have made seth would have probably he'd be hanging right now if he if he had to watch the movie swordfish because that movie you want to talk about 2000s hipster filmmaking it's 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 (laughs) that to the extreme it's crazy so york i want to ask you a question here in a second but let me let me comment on that and it's weird, because I actually thought that was kind of cool. I didn't think they overdid it. I, I, I respect your opinion, and it's valid and all that. I just, it, it actually kind of it worked for me, and there's a little bit of trivia where it says, I said there, I like that there's not a lot of steady cam because it kind of brings the hustle and bustle of Hong Kong to life. But the trivia, it says, because of the constant bustle in Hong Kong, the, the director and the crew decided to shoot the film guerrilla style, with cameras hidden in vans, filming through small holes, and the actors doing their scenes in one take on the streets, mainly because they just couldn't control their environments they were shooting in, and uh, it kind of adds to the movie in my mind. I don't know.
1: No, I I like that. Um, like I said, like it didn't do it too much like other movies. Like I said, like the Bourne franchise, what we think about, um, it actually fit with the movie because, as you and I talked about last time, Ray, like briefly, like. Hong Kong felt like its own character in this movie. So it like, it worked. Like, so that's why it's weird. I get what Seth is saying. I understand it. But for this particular movie, it actually worked because it made the city feel alive and like its own character, as we always talk about. Yeah,
0: that's my favorite part about the movie is that you're just, is like you're taking a vacation to Hong Kong pretty much. Jordan, he kept bringing up uh, the Bourne movies. And the first movie, was pretty it was it wasn't I love shaky the first
2: born movie and yeah, there was it's no not shaky, shaky cam. cam in fact it was complete opposite where they they filmed it nice and smooth where you could see how good and skilled the dude was and then they went to the shaky cam and I have never been so mad than when I saw uh, in a poor a movie then I was saw the second born movie and they went to the shaky cam and I'm like what the hell's going on
0: yeah, i, didn't I uh the feeling
2: with this movie. I, I, the camera work was fine for me.
0: Okay, good. Okay. So I'll defend. I think the Bourne trilogy, the first two movies are almost as perfect as you can get, but I see the complaint about the shaky cam. Oh, big time. no. I, okay. Oh, okay. That, that's going to be part it
1: for it. a different time because no. the third Bourne movie could have been the best one, but they went with so much shaky cam and just took away from the movie. No, Sorry, I, I not the shaky a point
0: I get it. Yeah. Um, I I
2: want to go though, add on to your topic okay. though about how they made Hong Kong uh, have its own uh, feel and everything, and make almost a character of itself in here. Because I got very strong vibes with another anime series that I like to watch, uh, Index, where it's uh, all all these people have superpowers and it's based off of physics and like science based superpowers and stuff like that. But, anyways, the main character of the series is pretty much the city itself, Academy City. And it's just about following individual characters in this uh, advanced technology city. And so I sort of had strong vibes of that. That was something I actually enjoyed with this movie.
0: I liked that they didn't go to like big, I don't know if there's famous spots in Hong Kong, but you were going to just random fish markets and random. It's like you were literally just on the street, and this stuff is happening in Hong Kong. I kind of like that. Yeah, um, the, the
2: city felt very alive in this uh, from the very beginning, with the with them gambling and everything, to like the chase scenes and stuff like that.
0: Jordan, you're, you're the. I feel like you are more politically aware than all of us. Do you think they could have made this movie today in Hong Kong with everything going on with China and Hong Kong? And
2: I th- no, uh, a lot of the movie theaters and every, or movie companies do make a lot of stuff in China, uh, parts in China and stuff, and I could see that working. I don't know how that maybe might hit the states, but then that would allow you to have the Chinese, which is the second largest movie market, open uh-huh. up. Which right now, uh, some of the like major movie studios aren't open up right, or not working as well with the China market. Yeah. So, hmm
0: all right um well hey it's been really fun talking about this movie and how great it is seth why don't you uh bring us down for a second
3: (laughs) sounds good so no like i you know i don't really i really don't want to crap on too much y'all's parade enjoying this movie i but be honest uh, and be raw that's what makes this
2: interesting
3: yeah i was look i tried i really did i was a little worried about it because of the style but i was like okay you know what I'm going to give it a try. I like superhero stuff. I like sci-fi stuff. I like super-powered stuff. I think all those stories are kind of cool. And uh, one, I was bored. And I hate to say that because, you know, the action wasn't bad. But I was bored because I just had too many questions while watching in the beginning. And that's what I meant by, like, there's parts of it that I feel like should have been more explored or that, like, this sh- – feels like a movie that was like part of a shared universe that wasn't ever out there. So, for example, yeah. having it be set in Hong Kong where all these people are just kind of trying to hide from Division and do all this stuff it felt weird since Division, first of all, apparently could find them whenever they wanted to anyways and kept finding and running into these people all the time anyways. But it was also that like it felt like there was this storyline – of how the universe or the world knew about them that never got fully explained. Because another thing is I thought was weird is that there's these people just shouting in this fish market and no one seems to be really reacting to the fact that there's people with powers running over Hong Kong where all these video cameras are and all these people are. And there's like no explanation of how people are like being used. And I don't know. It felt like there was just a lot of missing pieces for me in the movie For me to be able to fully enjoy it. And maybe that's an MCU problem now looking back on it. Because this is the first time I've ever watched this movie. I didn't watch it back when it first came out. So, you know, so maybe that's part of the problem is that, like, you know, after watching 22 movies build up to a big thing of superhero stuff, that I'm expecting maybe a little too much from a superhero movie. But it just felt like a movie that should have been a spinoff rather than the first one.
0: So, yeah, it felt like it was trying to establish a universe and maybe present a sequel, and it just, it never got off the ground, but let's let's pause here. Um, before we start recording, I asked you guys to, because Chris Evans is the star of this movie, Dakota Fanning's in it, she does great, I think it's a cool pairing, um, but I, I asked you guys to talk about, or be ready to discuss your four favorite Chris Evans movies, uh, movies that aren't mcu or marvel related right so all the fantastic four all the captain america stuff is gone all right so it's just him making actual films that aren't superhero and i guess this one counts because he has powers in it too but i don't know we're not going to count it because it's not marvel so you can put it in there if you want so who is their list ready i do jared hit us off man
1: all right so uh Chris Evans
3: Love him or hate him Who I hates him, him first of
0: Michael. all <laughs> No one no one hates Chris Evans That's Wait sad. wait
3: Wait his him or his movies like his filmography No oh, I like, I
0: mean them. I love both Hold like, on I like, I like
3: Hate I like is a him. strong
0: word You hate his movies
3: I mean if you did the looking at his movies outside of the Marvel his superhero Marvel movies yeah, That's I mean, I, I I'll have my take when I'll, I'll go after Jared. Okay, okay. If you want. I'll go after yeah. Jared. So go ahead. I like his movies.
1: I like things that he's in. I think he's enjoyable. Um, I think he's really shines as a second character. Like he can carry a movie, but I think he is really in his bag as like the second like person in the movie as like a number two. He really shines there. Um, so I will take. Knives Out, for example, he's number two in Knives Out, and he just shines in that role. Um, Because, I mean, obviously Ana de Armas and, um, you know, Dino Craig, they they sort of split the role as number one, uh, and then he really comes in as that number two, and he shines in that role. Uh, So obviously Knives Out. Uh, I don't start with Knives Out because I was on that tangent, but my actual favorite movie with him in it is one of my top five favorite movies of all time, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Yes, he plays the second evil ex. So he's only in there for like a little bit, for a couple minutes, but holy hell, Lucas Lee is so badass, uh, especially with yeah. the skateboard, and he's driving the truck, and he's on set. Oh, man. Actually, I can... I, don't worry, guys. We're going to watch Scott Pilgrim because I'm probably going to pick that from my movie since it is dealer's choice. Um <laughs> No, I just fucking love it. So I Scott Pilgrim. Sorry, not going to go in depth because I'm definitely going to talk about it more later. Um Not another teen movie? What the fuck? Are we kidding? Are Janie's got a gun? Janie's got a cup. What a great movie. Not Another Teen Movie is fucking fantastic. Go to hell. Anyone who thinks otherwise. That's Um,
2: a bit of a strong word. I'm just going to say with that
0: one. Wait. No, Jordan loves the movie.
1: It's a great movie. (laughs) It is. And, of course, one of our Hall of Famers. Sunshine.
0: Jared, fantastic job today. I just want to (laughs) say you're the MVP of this podcast.
1: (laughs) Um, Um, And then also, like, I put Cellular on there. Um, I haven't watched it in so long, so I don't really, like, I remember it, and I remember loving it, but it's been so long since I've watched it, I didn't want to put it in the Mount Rushmore, but just memory, Mm -hmm. I loved it. So I kinda of wanna go back and watch it again just to see if it still holds up. That's why I put it that's why I didn't put it on there, but I it's an honorable mention because just based on memory, I remember loving it. All right, Seth, so, go ahead and ruin our day.
0: Well hold on, hold on. I want Seth to ruin our day in a second. When I asked this question, Yorton said I've only seen four Chris Evan movies that aren't interesting to you. So I'm curious to know what Yorton's picks are. Then Seth, you prepare your your blasphemous statement about Chris Evans. Prepare your case. Alright. All right. So for me,
2: uh I wasn't going to have Chris Evans on the on the Scott Pilgrim. I love that movie, but the the topic was Chris Evans movies. I don't consider that him a Chris Evans movie, so that's why it's mm-hmm. not in there. But I do love that pick. Cellular is one that I was like, okay, that that's a movie that I enjoy. It was one of those surprises you ever watch a movie, and you when you start watching, you're like, "Man, I am surprised how much I'm into this I'm liking it yeah, that was what? similar for me that that is a movie that has like no budget, very simple premise, and just started watching it for no reason and I was just like, "Oh, this is better than it should be." So I put that in there.
0: Is Isn't a movie with Jason Statham? what,
1: Man, boy, <laughs> I, like, that's what it means. like that's what i rem- like i don't really remember that much about it but i just remember like i don't know why i'm watching it but holy shit, do i love it and, and there's it's like it's a simple
2: premise too of a movie because it's just a, a woman trying to escape from the mob and yeah. she dials uh uh chris evans's cell phone and because her phone broke she doesn't know how to dial anybody else and so he has to stay on the line with her the whole time trying to get her to safety and everything
0: I forgot this movie existed until I went on the Wikipedia page and I'm, I'm having a flashback to the trailer okay that's
2: that's it I'm not saying this like amazing movie to me this was a movie that I was like, oh wow this is better than it should be because it's a it's like it had to have like a level budget on it and everything
0: so was that your first pick?
2: Uh yeah, that was my f- first pick. I'm not really doing him in order. I just have it in, in the order that I was like, okay, yes, that movie, Sunshine. Uh, as we talked about, uh, really yes. love that movie. Does a great job in that movie. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I was debating about having him in the uh, the voice acting ones, but neither one. I felt like he was like a main character. I think. Team T would be the closest one for where he was uh, sort of a main character in that one. Uh, okay. So I didn't put either uh, that or The Battle of Terra. I enjoyed both movies. Uh, but I do have Not Another Teen movie. Okay. Which Fantastic is a little bit pushy, but I enjoyed the movie, but <laughs> not as much as apparently Jared enjoyed said. it.
0: It's a Hall yep. of Famer. <laughs>
2: It's a movie that it's one of the few parody movies where it's over the top parody, but for whatever reason, it had a charm where I like. I normally don't like the over the top parody movies. Yeah. And then this movie, Push.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs>
2: I'm just running out of choices, basically, when I was going through his list for movies that I see. Man, and so I was like, man, okay. I really haven't seen that many Chris Evans movies.
0: You need to see *Knives Out*. That's a great oh, movie. I
2: did see uh *Snowpiercer*, but yeah, but I I have my issues with that. It's an in, it's a movie that it's like interesting concept, interesting idea. I didn't love it or really like it that much, but it was just like an experimental movie that it was like okay, that's how I took
3: it.
0: Okay. Seth, poo-poo. Let's go. Poo-poo all, poo right. all over this
3: podcast. So, so first I want to say Chris Evans as a person by all accounts apparently appears to be a very nice and genuine person. So All My Hate is directed towards the movies that he has been cast in and the job that he has done in them. For the record. so Everyone
0: can go ahead and skip ahead 30 seconds if you're listening, but go ahead.
3: <laughs> no, except so
1: you know the rain is going to last longer. Hey, I'm going to
3: try to keep it down. I'm going to try to keep it down. But the thing is, is Chris Evans to me is like the most overrated leading man in Hollywood today. Uh, I think he has two ranges. It is he can play Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four or he can play Steve Rogers from Captain America with various levels of good or evil, but not much difference. Uh, He has a topiary bush. He does not have a Mount Rushmore from me. And it is Knives Out, which I think is legitimate. Uh, Yes. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna I'm even hard pressed to say the second one I have for him, because knives out is really the only one besides his MCU roles that I think is actually good. Uh, but it's The Losers, which he plays a very not I'm not even sure you can even call him a secondary character. He might, he might be a secondary character, bordering on tertiary. Uh but I, I enjoyed that movie. Maybe not him and not that movie that much, but you know. That wasn't bad. And uh, that's all I got because I actually legitimately do not like any other movie I've seen of him that he's in. I did not like Cellular. I cannot say I like – and I didn't like Sunshine either. Uh, I want to see uh, his new movie, The Gray Man. I have hope that that might be good. Seth, are you sure you like sci-fi movies? Okay, I will admit that the time that I watched Sunshine may not have been the best time to watch the movie Sunshine. So I will say that. But I will not, I will die on this hill that every other movie of his is <laughs> not good. And is in fact bad. Uh and I mean you can enjoy them. That's fine. Lord knows I have my guilty pleasures. But that man is not a leading man. He does not lead good movies. Like, look, think about what y'all said so far, right? Not another teen movie. Totally fine that you like it. No problem with it. Right? Was what do you it mean uh that's
1: not a good movie? That's objectively I, a great movie. I, I mean, uh, no. Jared's no. ever gone so
3: hard in the uh, game
0: for a movie that doesn't deserve it.
3: A parody <laughs> no. over-the-top movie. Do not come at me with great movie for this. No, no, gonna, no like, sir. I mean,
1: we're gonna besmirch the name of Scary Movie 2, which is probably <laughs> one of the best parody like airplane, scary movie two. Like Leslie Nielsen made his like oh nope Jeff, <laughs>
0: continue on with your point so I can shit on it later.
1: <laughs> Say I'm I just... wish
2: the the listeners could ha- see the faces <laughs> being made right now because it's absolutely hilarious.
3: I'm sorry, the guy just he doesn't like he has all the potential to he's charming. Like I like him as Steve Rogers a lot. I even like him as Johnny Storm. But without a set universe around him to support him, I don't think he can actually carry a franchise. Not right. about. All right. So,
0: let me say this. I understand your points and they're valid. How you feel about him is kind of how I feel about Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. After oh, Jordan, hold on. After after Van Wilder and maybe <laughs> like The Proposal, he had a pretty dark run of just people Not watching his movies. RIPD. uh, And there was a whole bunch more. where People just didn't show up for his movies. And people liked him. But they're like. This guy picks the worst movies to be in. And then Deadpool came out. And it really just kind of like. Revived his career. Um, I feel. Like Chris Evans is. In the Brad Pitt. Type of actor where he.
1: Oh no. Oh no, no, no. Hold on,
0: hold on, where he is a leading man, however, he is best suited in an ensemble or as a supporting actor because he will shine the most in those roles.
1: It's not even true, he just doesn't get his shine, no, 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 no. so, like, time out, time out, hold on, hold on, Seth and I agree vehemently on this, Brad Pitt is who Leo Sure, like Leo is who Brad Pitt should be because Leo is a little bit more handsome or whatever, so he gets all the main roles. If Brad Pitt was in the roles that Leo was in, Brad Pitt would be dominating Hollywood even more because when they said, hey, Brad Pitt, you got to act as a baby and a man at the same time in this three-hour epic called Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and what did he do? Murdered it. Oh my gosh. And then you put him and Leo on the screen at the same time in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Who won? Every single scene, who won that movie? Brad Pitt, don't do that. Don't do that, because Brad Pitt honestly should have all the accolades and adoration that Leo has.
0: First of all, you will not find a bigger Brad Pitt fan than me. So, back off, homie. Okay, no, Jeffrey, I'm um, sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no. Okay, I, 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 love
0: the um, I, I feel like they have two different skill sets. It's like trying to compare Reggie Miller to to Clyde Drexler. It's like, well, yeah, one shoots threes way more than the other. The Other one dunks way more. It's like it's weird. Or it's like Reggie Miller versus Hakeem. It's like they have completely different skill sets. Um, I will I mean, say,
1: like, I think we we know Hakeem was.
0: Oh, Hakeem's the best. Um,
1: equivocally better, though. Yes, I know. Obviously,
0: yes, you're right. You're He's right.
2: a best. You're talking about what?
0: Hold on, y'all. I'm just shooting from the hip here. That okay? was a bad one.
1: I get what you're doing. That was a bad one, though. You're <laughs> right. We did have to clarify. Hakeem
0: wins that battle every time. Um, I don't know. I feel like Leo picks better movies where Pit picks cooler movies.
1: I, you know, agree. Like, I agree
0: with that sentiment. I agree with that sentiment. All right, back to uh, all right, whatever. Back to the awesomeness of Chris Evans. All right, the bullet train would... got off the rails, as you would say. I actually oh, felt... great
3: movie. That was a fun <laughs> movie. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta
0: say,
1: I have to say, Brad Pitt.
0: I uh, what movie was great? Oh, the new one. Okay, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I didn't hear Jordan. Um, yeah. all right. So
1: <laughs> I saying, got
2: off the train right? rails there.
0: I felt like I felt how. I thought I was going to feel like Seth felt about Chris Evans, like oh, it's going to be pretty weak outside the MCU. But then, like, we're mentioning movies that I legitimately like that aren't even aren't even on my my top four Chris Evans movies. And like Jared talked about a few of them, but I have Push because I, it's just a personal favorite. I don't know why. Sunshine, Knives Out, and Snowpiercer. Sure, take out Push, put something else in there, but those three alone—Sunshine, Knives Out, and Snowpiercer—that's pretty strong three. I mean, I know Seth, you don't really like two of them or whatever, but like <laughs> in the public opinion, I feel like those are a strong, strong three pick right there. And I didn't even include uh, some of the ones like, I, well, I'm not going to throw Cellular out there. I'm not going to, that's not thrown out there. But not uh, another teen movie, and there was another one. Oh, uh, the Losers, which I feel like kind of has like a cult status at this point. But all right. Did y'all notice Chris Evans like towered above everyone in this movie when he was walking in the street? He was really well, tall. Was yeah, it.
2: he's a tall guy walking around in Hong Kong. I, mean, you know, I
0: just <laughs> thought it was funny. Like, there's scenes of him walking in the street and he's just like looking down at everybody. I was like, okay, you the are like we said
2: before we started this podcast. The dude is built like a real life superhero. That's why he does all these superhero stuff.
0: And I noticed when I watched Snowpiercer, I was like. I was like, Chris Evans is just fucking cool. Like he just he's just a Seth, I'm sorry, but he's just a movie star. Like I saw him in that movie. I was like, this dude's a movie star. He is carrying this movie because he just he's you just wanna watch him. I don't know. There's something about him. I like him. Um good
2: looking guy, so you know, it's easy I on mean, the I, eyes there.
3: <laughs> I love him in his MCU stuff. Do not get me wrong. I it's not like I'm an anti Chris Evans in the MCU. I'm just anti-Chris Evans outside of the MCU.
0: You said, yeah, you've, you've made the point that you hate <laughs> good people. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's a question, and I know this is coming from my super fandom of this director, but I feel like this is a movie Danny Boyle should have directed. I feel like he could have sent it at the top. But I don't know how informed you guys are in Danny Boyle's filmography. Jordan, you look like you're about to say something.
2: I was going to say, more than anything, this should have been like... An actual TV series or a mini series? I feel like this should okay. not have been a movie,
3: um, or at least not the first one in the movie franchise yes. that it was trying to make. So let's let's just
0: go around the horn here. On my screen, I have Seth, Jared, Yorton, and me. So Seth, anything else you want to say about this movie, good or bad? What are some notes you have?
3: Uh. Yeah, no. I pretty much said all that I had to say about it. I don't like it because of those reasons. I think it would have been better, though, had it... Like I probably would have appreciated it had this been a spinoff or had it been like a limited series, six-episode like HBO-type deal. I okay. probably would have liked it more.
0: So, Jared, what do you like about this movie and why uh, so far? Okay,
3: so what do
1: I like about this movie? I love the universe that it sets up it sets up a great fun universe there are a lot of good ideas there's a hold on i'm trying to bring up my text through seth because i think my text to you were my notes (laughs) so no i used you as my sounding board for my notes sorry um so no i just loved it because i always say like this is the definition of what we say good bones this movie had really good bones had a lot of promise and I feel like the first two acts of the movie, they try and shove so much. In the first two acts of the movie, you kind of get a little bit, excuse Overwhelmed. me, yeah. yeah, you yeah. kind of get, and so, like, like they said this right. Like, you can't get bored. Like, there's so much going on and so much information being shoved. Again, Jared's favorite term, exposition.
3: Um, he just said Pushed. I'm just going to throw that out there. You should have said so much information being pushed. i just sorry. I had to. I just You should have.
1: But then when the third act comes around, they're just like, ah, fuck it. We're just going to go with the basic switcheroo, battle royale, walk away, guns blazing. And so that's why I say when the third act finally rolls around, like, I think even Chris Evans himself says, fuck it. We're just going to do it like this. And then they end up going into the construction site and... <laughs> I think that was Chris Evans just saying, like, ah, the first hour and a half of this movie is bullshit. Now we're gonna get to the fun part. And I'm not saying that parts of the first two acts weren't fun, because there were fun parts in the first two acts, but like the third act is where this movie just really shines. And that's what I love. Um I actually have to bring up one of my other favorite movies. Um, What makes it the twin movie problem? That movie came out at near the same time. Similar concepts. Jumper.
0: Which is also fun.
1: (laughs) Jumper is a better movie than this. Uh, (laughs) And as Seth and I were talking, uh, we kind of wish they would have jumpered this movie because this movie would have been better if They would have had the jumper like set up around them. Now, the reason why jumper failed was because they emphasized the love story too much, felt like a CW movie, um, which sucked because if they would have focused more on the sci fi as they did in this movie, it would have worked. Um, but that's talking about jumper. But to this movie, I wish they would have just like came to the table and talked through both movies. And then I think both movies would have been extremely successful because the movies should have did the opposite of each other, and they would have both worked. Film Jumper with the cast of this
0: movie in Hong Kong. Problem solved. Uh
1: no 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 no. You like okay. So I'm gonna catch shit. But Hayden Christensen was actually really good in Jumper. He's good. He's good. Yeah. So yeah, no, he is actually really good in Jumper. Um so no, I would I don't want to replace Hayden Christensen. I'm not I'm not going to argue between Chris Evans, Hayden Christensen, but the supporting cast around Hayden Christensen and Jumper was so good and I feel like Chris Evans needed that supporting cast. Cuz I love Jaimin Hansu. he's a bad guy, but I feel like L. Jackson would have worked better in that role. I feel like this movie tried to go like to mafia, and yeah. but they're called a division. It's a government agency. Like, so why are they like moving around like mafia? Like they're an agency that's trying to patrol things. Like, why are they working in the shadows with the triad? Like that's that's part of the issue. So, like I said, that's why I love the third act because they said, "Hey, man, fuck story. Um, let's just have some fun." So sorry, that was long winded, but like, oh, no, good. This, like I said, this movie just had such good bones, and I wish it would have really delivered during the first two acts. But like, the, when the third act rolls around, I will never say a bad thing about the third act of this movie. Holy shit, is that fun? That's one of my
0: notes. It's just it's way smarter than it needs to be. Like with all the notes and like, un. Yorton, did you were you able to follow the third act like with all the notes and stuff? And did it make sense to you? And was it yeah. easy to follow?
2: Yeah, it was pretty straightforward and easy to follow, I feel like. I didn't think it was that complicated. And that was a clever idea of like, oh, we, that way they can't read what we're doing because we don't know what we're doing, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I was like, oh, this actually got, this turned into a fun action movie, into like kind of a, a smart movie at the end. Um, So this movie has a coolness about it. I don't know why you either think it's cool or you don't. But for me, it just kind of tickles the part of my brain that makes me go, man, this is cool. Um, It's always fun to have on, I think, in the background and just kind of pop in. The city always sucks you in. The music sucks you in for me, if if you like the music at least. Um, there's one song in particular. There's two songs I like, but the one I want to talk about is by a band called Notwist, and the song is called Consequence. And you're going to hear it right now. You're the So it's the song that plays when he kisses a girl in the bathroom for the first time after meeting her. It's just a good song. Good vibe. Um
1: Oh, I sorry. I no, go ahead. sorry to cut you off. I forgot about actors' notes. Yeah, go ahead. Um so Camille Bell. Camille Bell. Yeah. I wish she could have done more because holy hell do I enjoy looking at her. I have had what a crush on her? So like, she's, she's still doing, still... she's just more, I actually looked it up right before the episode. She's, she's just like doing a, like she does movies every now and then, but like she does a lot of philanthropy work in Brazil. Um, because she is she's pushing, better than it. uh As yeah. well. Um, but holy hell. I had a crush on her ever since I saw her in the movie When A Stranger Calls. So. Okay. Heck, which is, I, is like that her that... only
0: big movie outside of this and I, yeah.
1: I've had a crush on her ever since. Still hasn't went away. So, no. And then Dakota Fanning. Uh, I know we always shit on children in movies, how they're always annoying. That's a terrible
0: uh, set of words to put together. We always uh, shit on yeah, children in movies.
1: Yeah, phrasing, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm always the one to call out phrasing, and I just made a phrasing mistake. Apologize, oh, yeah. listeners. Um, she was good. No, and that's what I was going to say. She was actually really good. We always, like, oh, man, this kid sucks. This kid brings down the movie. But, like, she played the kid role extremely well. And, I mean, she I know she's a child actress, but, like, holy hell. And also, fun she, fact. this is. The, got
0: to go. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Second time Camille Bell has appeared in a movie that we have reviewed. Uh, the first movie was Jurassic Park: The Lost World. She actually played the girl that was eaten at the beginning of the movie. Whoa! This is where, you, uh, 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 and then you got the flex bomb. Yeah, now, So, that was oh, cool hey, back there. to
0: Dakota Fanny real quick. I feel like she was the one child actor who never got shit on because she was just great from the start and like, everything she did. You know, like yep. Man on Fire. Right, hey, she hey that be,
1: you know, that's a Hall of Famer already. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, one of the few times so the good.
3: Yeah, one of the few times the movie actually was so much better than the book. Like the book was like ten times worse than the movie. Oh wow. Is that it, Jared? Oh yeah,
1: sorry. I just wanted to bring up Camille Bill and Dakota Fanning.
0: Fair enough. Um let me see what I had I just had a few more good notes here. Um oh Seth, you brought up how you kinda got bored a little bit. But uh, and I, I could totally see that the movie does slow down towards the middle. Um, but for me, I had this like new, very interesting environment to always look at. And it always just kind of I never found myself bored because I just kind of soaked in the world. Yorton disappeared on us, but I'm sure he's coming back. Yorton, are you there? I'm here. OK, your video went bad. OK, um, cool. Um, I really, Yorton, do you have anything else you want to add before we kind of go to random notes and then hit the hit the categories?
2: Uh, I would say like the part that I feel like they really needed to work on and partly what the reason, reason why I'd want the this movie to be more uh, like a mini series or something from the go more deep in the details because the division man they really needed to work on making that group seem more like what they are or something I just didn't like the whole generic just like oh evil government group that that to me was like the weakest part of this movie
3: yeah oh just to jump on that for a little bit that's one of those things that also i had trouble with with the movie is and i'm sure it's something i missed like i'm sure they explained this fully at some point in the movie but like what exactly was their goal in relation to all the other people that had abilities. Like, what, what was their relationship with them? Because they seemed to want to experiment on all of them to try all these powers, but then they just let all these people go and run free all the time. And that my, counterintuitive. See that it
2: seemed like, okay, we'll keep an eye on you, but if we need you, we're going to grab you, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's how I sort of took to
0: why they all. go into hiding, because they don't want to yeah. be a school. And so yeah. it was,
2: like, very Gestapo-like
3: yeah Basically. but that's the part I didn't get. If they knew where they were, why don't you just go ahead and take them, lock them up, and put them in? Um, I mean they do only got so many
2: for experiments.
3: I don't know, but they all die <laughs> a budget. I mean, I was I don't know. that was the part of it that yeah, like, I was very confused about their relationship with everyone else. Like I understood why they were hiding from them, but if they always knew where they were anyways because they had their toothbrush, yeah, i I didn't get that was always that was something I did. I'm with you. The, that's why I wanted it spread out. Because it felt like there is a more revealed universe than what we got that would have explained a lot of why this is going on.
2: Yeah, because also from the beginning, it made it. It wasn't too too sure because it sounded like, oh, the government. These governments work together in this division. Then other parts were it's like, no, this is like the United States doing this and stuff. So I, I never got a good idea of the group, and it just seemed like,
0: oh, I think you froze. They need more development, is what you're saying. That's for sure. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, Yorton comes back. Um, and stuff it, they do. So, uh, the only bad note I have to this otherwise perfect movie um, is that I didn't need the dialogue at the end with her saying like, "Put the gun in your mouth. No, pull the trigger." It's what? like, well, let me say. I think it works. That's worked. one of the few
3: parts I like. I like that, actually. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. I love the scene. I think it works better without the dialogue. I don't think she delivered the dialogue the dialogue very well. It was like she was just... Reading it off a page, very bored. I, I think that's uh, sort of
2: the purpose, though. Whatever they've done, that they, they do it very plain. They don't put any emotion when they push their message.
3: Well, well to yeah, be fair, she didn't really have any emotion in the movie anyway. So I mean, it was pretty <laughs> much on brand for the whole movie. I, I well, like no to be fair better.
2: though, she is supposed to be someone who's been all drugged up and everything, so that could maybe put in the part of it. I'll defend her a bit on that.
1: Jared. You're, you're- I, no, I was just gonna say that. Also, number one, she's not the best actress, yeah. She's just she's a good actress, but I, yeah, no, she's a good. At, I, hmm, you like I, to look at her, basically. I'm Ray. Like Ray this episode. Sorry, listeners, I am not Ray, I'm Jared. Ray, no, Ray, no. Ray, Ray resumes normal real. scheduled role next week. She's just really pretty to look at. Mm. That's it.
0: We gotta cancel Jared. He's he's got off the deep end here. No, um, he's not
2: wrong. No,
1: she's
0: very <laughs> pretty. Um, I think you're a good actress. So, uh, hey, what's up? Um, random notes. I'm gonna run through this real quick. Mark Bernardin, if you know who that is, he uh collabs with Kevin Smith a lot. He's on the fat or Fat Man Beyond podcast. Previously, uh, whatever it was called. Um, but yeah, he wrote a prequel comic miniseries to this movie. Like four issues. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I was like, "Oh, Mark had wrote that." This is way before I knew him, and so it's good for him. Um, I felt like everyone just needed a good shower in this movie. <laughs> they all look dirty and sweaty the whole time. Just want to throw that out there.
2: Well, they were pretty much on the run the whole time. Uh, you, you... <laughs> they were you in the shower. shower
3: for an hour. No, I'm he...
0: just saying. No,
2: you're <laughs> yeah, right.
3: They did take shit.
0: <laughs> they just look. Sweaty the whole movie, and I'm not hating on it, I'm just saying something I noticed. Um, Hong Kong, it's humid. <laughs> I'm surprised at the talent that was in this movie. Like, Corey Stoll, as just a random agent sniffing toothbrushes, like, th- that's crazy. What's up?
3: Did you notice that a guy from Brokeback Mountain was in this movie? That her husband, like, the woman, and it's his ex wife Alma, married was the other agent. That's where I the recognize same guy. Got yeah, it. sorry. You, you said random agent dude. It made me think of the Broback Mountain store manager. True. And then you got
0: Cliff Curtis, who is the uh, Middle Eastern actor. I'm um, sorry if I'm wrong on the origins. I, I just don't. Please don't cancel me. Uh, but you also see him in Sunshine with Chris Evans, which I thought was cool. Um, and Ming Na Wen just shows up. I was like, oh, I had not I totally forgot she was in this movie. I thought that was cool. I will say, um, if you did enjoy this movie go back and rewatch it next time you watch it watch the commentary track chris evans the director and dakota fanning all kind of just have a cool conversation over the movie and the first 20 minutes chris evans is like holy shit you're tall you've grown so much like holy crap talking about uh dakota fanning pretty good but it's a it's a good little casual chat with the crew would you guys want a sequel or are you kind of done I know, Seth, obviously you're done. Your no, I
1: I would like a sequel, but just like in a series. Just It's got to be a series. No more. Don't make this a movie. You can make this a spinoff series. Do something, because the universe is ripe with all, like we said, the good bones. The universe is still there. Just do not make another movie of this. Please. I'd this, this, probably I, try I, out I, a
0: series.
3: Yeah. I would try this,
2: out a series. Yeah. Not, not a sequel, a series with this.
1: Because I think, like, with the gritty tone and the, um, like, we're moving and working in the shadows, that lends a lot more to, like, a TV show. So it's just, like, even the vibes that they went for are still, like, TV show vibes.
3: Well, and it, there's just so much that they tried to pack in. It's kind of like, it makes me think of, like, the movie Eternals that I hate because that movie would have, I probably would have loved if they had made it a TV show. There's just some things that, like, I probably would have liked this if it had been a six-episode limited thing, because it just, some stories need room to breathe. Some stories just shouldn't be a movie.
2: And I don't think this movie had, like, a crazy budget or anything, so I I could easily see this being a miniseries and be good.
0: You know, if they made a sequel to this, it'd be like the butterfly effect, too, to have some, like, no-name actors and some weird story <laughs> And it would just be like, nah, I need, I need my Chris Evans character back, you know?
2: Oh, this movie, um, I could, I would totally watch if they... Because I'm more in- interested in the premise of the world much more than the actual characters in this movie.
0: Yeah, but in a movie, you need those, those characters to drive sales. But in a series, I feel like you could explore so much more of the universe, like a wider scale.
2: You say that, but Chris Evans didn't have much of a name at this time when they made this movie. Yeah,
0: fair point. Um, let's go to categories. Let's run through this real quick. Let's just—we're kind of going over time here. Um, best scene—I have the first fight in the market with the screamers, and the there's one scene in particular which I'm not saying it's the best part, but it was a cool little detail where the fish explode in the fish tank. It was like a real showing of the powers. And then the only other one I have is the other two I have is the end fight at the end with the bamboo and the building. And also, I want to say the fight in the restaurant where they're, like, floating guns in the air and, like, trying to shoot each other behind pillars and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. What do you guys have?
3: The final Um, scene.
1: Yeah, final, the uh, fight scene and the the entire, like, that entire fight scene in the construction site. Can I
3: ask a question? About the final scene, because the fa- the last scene is was my favorite scene. I'm not even trying to be funny with the whole like credits showed up afterwards or something. Like I legitimately actually enjoyed that part. Was that picture real?
0: I was a terrible Photoshop job, right?
3: No, 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 no. I'm asking, did I think it was guy... supposed to be
0: real in the
2: movie? But they just did a bad job.
3: <laughs> it's like okay, really? Because <laughs> I didn't think it was real. Like I thought the guy made it who would the image stuff you know what I'm talking no, about
2: he wanted that to be fake
3: though okay so
2: he was trying to use a real picture to convince no we were really together to improve it here was a real picture it
3: it's was supposed I, to be a real, real picture
2: it's a horrible job at trying to set that up and yeah. Yeah. okay yeah
3: the way it looked made me think that it was you know how that guy I pulled the trick with the money and everything like that it made yeah. me think that that was supposed to Oh, I
2: can that. see why you would like think that was true. Your...
3: Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying now? That that's no, what... it makes so sense, it makes real sense
2: why you thought that. But I believe yeah. the way the movie goes, that's supposed to be a real picture of like, yes, we were really dating and we really went to Coney Island because he was trying to convince her, and then later Chris, and uh, then she tried to convince Ke- uh, Chris Evans, yeah, okay. that that was fake. So-
3: you know they had a relationship
0: before because when they first meet in the parking lot, like they're going back and forth, and you could tell there's been history there.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, then the final scene takes down the final scene. That's still my vote.
0: I think anytime once the red notes start being opened, the red letters and all that stuff all the way to the end is my favorite part. Jordan, you're going to go with that too. The whole. No, fight?
2: I am going to go with the uh, the kitchen uh, gunfight. I really enjoyed one was just the two guys with the telekinesis powers uh, using using the guns and then just fucking clever ways to like show off their powers. I I like it when they use powers in non-traditional, like how you expect people to use it. I thought that was a really cool way of how people like that would fight each other.
0: Um, Good pick. MVP of the movie? Dakota Fanning, Chris Evans, Hong Kong. Um, Do you guys have any other options?
2: I'm not actually going to go Hong Kong with that. Just city premise. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go Hong Kong as well.
0: I am too, Seth.
3: Dakota Fanning.
1: Dakota
0: Fanning. She was great in this movie. I thought she did really good.
3: Yeah, Yeah, no,
1: she's my sixth man. So (laughs) there we go. There we go. Oh, no, shout
0: out Lollipop girl or whatever that girl is? The the bad girl who also sees the future. She'd yeah. be great.
1: And also, like shout out me not win. I know we don't do shout outs anymore, but shout out me not win. I know That's Jordan sweet. mentioned her earlier, so
0: um Dakota Fanning's my sixth man too. Seth? Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> All right. Jordan, we're gonna go ahead and assume that she's your sixth man. Um
2: No, I was going to go go the uh, the pop girl the the other let's see that I, I enjoyed her in this movie and thought she was really clever and played an uh, interesting interest in foil for the for them
0: uh yeah she was great uh russell westbrook award which element if taken out would make this movie better it could be an actor a scene a moment seth you seem like you have an don't you dare say the movie <laughs>
3: I wasn't. I was just gonna say Chris Evans.
0: Oh, get the fu- get the hell out! <laughs> oh, of
3: here. That was actually worse. I would
1: I would rather you said the movie yes. instead of that. Uh,
0: oh. I'm not gonna go back and edit this podcast <laughs> and take that out, but I should.
1: <laughs> oh no! No,
3: I'm gonna say the music isn't an his answer. I feel like if oh, they no. had not dated themselves, I probably would have like this movie
2: i honestly don't remember the music at all so that shows how much of an impression that music made on me in the movie
1: (laughs) i liked it i'm going to say (sighs) i do not mind the gorilla style but when they were trying to do like normal shots like in the rooms or like in closed (laughs) spaces that's when the camera work really looked awful so I'm going to go not just overall camera work because they like the camera work within the city, but just when they're in like rooms and like tight spaces, why is it a high angle shot, a low angle shot, like a gorilla shot? Like I'm in a room, we're in a room together. Mm-hmm. Like just have it over the ro- So it's a weird Russell Westbrook award, but just like normal camera shots when you're in an in enclosed space, <laughs> not the gorilla shaky cam. So when I'm saying, we're just having a normal conversation,
0: any uncommon angled camera shot, get rid of.
1: Well, I mean, no, because it works when the action is going, but just like, like you're
0: breaking the Russell Westbrook award rules.
1: I, I'm when sorry, I, yeah. I, I can every time uh,
2: he, Jared starts talking about it, all I can think of my head is like looking back during the the early 2000s, thinking like MTV. Uh, When you came home and was watching like the music videos, they would ever start talking to people. (laughs) Yeah, TRL. (laughs) And every two seconds, we're going to have to go to a different angle, another angle, another angle, another angle.
1: What? Like when you and I are just (laughs) sitting in a room talking to each other, that the camera's doing that, and it's just like, like when we're fighting each other, that's cool because you're trying to show like dynamic cuts and choreography and hide people not really doing anything, but. (laughs) When we're just talking. What Man. the fuck?
2: That that's it's why like it was trying to be like TRL.
1: <laughs> no, you're right, Jordan. Perfect. Perfect example. <laughs> Jordan's MVP Orange. now just for that example.
0: Jordan, you got one? Any element, actor or scene you would take out which you think would make the movie better?
2: The <laughs> we to change the uh, main uh, the, the actress we were talking about. <laughs> oh, Dude, Camille Bell? Yeah, I I didn't care for her. She, she movie could have been better without her. Honestly, I felt like
0: damn. So you you can't replace her. She just doesn't exist in this movie. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I, okay. I mean, just, yeah, can,
2: Chris Evans and Dakota Coda Fanning them? together that was perfectly fine. I feel like okay.
0: I'm gonna say the dialogue at the end. Get rid of that. I already talked about that, so I'm gonna move on. Um take out the one thing that i liked
2: that she did
0: <laughs> Rewatch it again and the delivery is so terrible
2: no but like i said like that In was her part. the whole movie though so for me it did seem like it whenever she gave those push commands it was always flat flat just no emotion
0: road trip hang who's the best and who's the worst Orton. you start
2: You know what, the guy the magic trick dude uh, uh who could change the items, that dude looked like he'd be ton of fun to take a road trip with. And we're gonna hit some casinos, man. It's gonna be a blast.
0: Sure, that's a good point. Who would you not want to go with?
2: Oh, oh I can't, uh, friggin' Cory Stoll. I mean, I feel like just about in any movie he's in, he always plays a character that i would be like. Be like, no, yeah, yeah, I do not want to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's trooper. a great actor, but yeah, in this movie, all yeah, I,
2: I feel like he's one of those people. Who's like, I'm sure he's a great person in real life, but all the characters he always plays are always assholes. <laughs> so it's just like, no.
0: Uh, Jared,
1: I'm upset because Jordan did not stick to our theme. What we're gonna have the most fun with, and also risk our lives, Chris Evans. Chris Evans showed you that from the very beginning of the movie, when he was trying to gamble and it didn't work, and he was like, ah, fuck. And then he got the shit beat out of him. Okay. Cool. I want to hang out with you because maybe we can gamble. Maybe we can win. Maybe we can lose our life, but we're going to have a good time. We're going to experience some shit. We're going to go to Hong Kong and live it up. Chris Evans.
3: It's and who in the you team.
1: Do? Jordan, can't believe you went off of you were not on brain for today's episode. Um, well,
2: see, thought like I could get in more trouble with the other dude. To be actually, quite honest, because <laughs> I feel like he'd go into like the bigger where like, oh, these people, <laughs> yeah. but he'd and, just be better uh, to play it he off, he off he he guess.
3: Out,
1: like respectfully. Love gentlemen Hansu, but in this movie, no, gentlemen Hansu, not going out with him because, dude. It, you're an asshole. You're like, in you you killed your friend who, like, got taken advantage of, and you're just like, nah, fucking murder you. You suck. And it's like, no, you stole steal your ride or die. Now, Jamin Hansu, nah, cannot trust him in this. Nah, I don't want to go on a road trip with him because what if I miss my exit? Is he gonna make me shoot myself just because I made one mistake?
0: Oh, no. who, who would you not go with? You said.
1: Jaimon Hansu.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that should be everyone's pick. Absolutely. That, <laughs> has that guy ever had Does that character ever had a fun day in his life? No.
3: Probably
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Seth, shut up. All right, Seth, give me your picks. All right.
3: You're my first one. Podcast right now. <laughs> my first one is gonna be the guy who's the shifter who plays Travis in Fear of the Walking Dead. I forget his character's name in this one and his real life name. But I like him. I feel like he's classy. He can get me into cool places without having to spend a dime of my own money. And I like that. So I get to save all my vacation money.
0: Cliff Curtis is the actor.
3: Yes, that guy. Uh, The person I don't want to go with is Chris Evans. Because he will make me lose all my money. (laughs) And he's a a degenerate gambler who has no sense of style. Literally go look at him again. The man is wearing a long sleeve sweater in Hong Kong and jeans. I'm you just throwing good, it though.
1: out there. This, this is coming from the man that used to wear Canadian tuxedo in high school.
3: Used to. Used to. I'm glad that you said used <laughs> He's to. He's
2: learned his way.
3: No, no, I'm still doing it.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's no longer used to. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's not used to. All right. I'm just saying, I don't trust that man. I don't, I don't, I don't trust. And this isn't even a Chris Evans hate thing. I just don't trust that character. All right. That guy's a generic gambler who dresses in long sleeve shirts in humid Hong Kong. Don't trust him.
0: All right. Purple points, purple points. Um well Jared called me out earlier, so I, I I can't pick what's her name, Camille Bell. So I'm just gonna go. Um well, I'm gonna go you... Cliff Curtis, because is that, is that his name right? Yeah, Cliff Curtis yeah, no, you're right like, for all the okay, reasons but... you guys
1: brought up. Huh? No, he's always good and everything he's in. I always enjoy him.
0: Yeah. And, of course, I'm not going to go with the bad guy. And I'm going to mess up his name, so I'm not going to say it. But the main bad guy in this movie. Um, he, Henry? He, Henry? <laughs> Henry. We'll no. go with his character name. Henry Carver.
1: Diamond he, <laughs> series,
0: Yeah, he's the worst time. Like, he's going to turn the radio off and say, no music. Like the whole tribe. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be miserable, so we're going to do that. All right, so cool. let's get through this real quick. Um, this movie had a budget of, I have it pulled up, sorry.
2: I think 48, I looked
0: 38 million. 38,
2: okay, 38. Man, it even made it...
0: 49 million, but it made 16 extra million in DVD sales. It's <laughs> quite a haul for DVD sales right there.
3: <laughs> no, it is. It's just funny because, like, DVD sales. <laughs>
0: it's just the. But I mean, that's a. This is peak DVD era when everyone's buying yeah. DVDs, right?
3: No, it really and was. It's,
0: it's crazy. I I only put that because, like, it, Wait, this is, it's sixteen million in DVD sales. Like, it's holy sometimes
3: shit.
2: important to check that because that's how Austin Powers became so popular.
0: It didn't do too well in the
2: movie theater, but it made like bank when it came to rentals and then people buying the movie.
0: That's why Family Guy's still on the air. It went off the air, everyone bought the DVDs, and all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, we're making so much money selling these, this canceled TV show. Um, all right, y'all ready for Rotten Tomatoes game? Yes. All right, let's hit it. Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Rotten Tomatoes. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game.
0: Alright, so last week, let's see here. Uh Jordan won again, it looks like last week. Uh I have zero points in my two my three chances of playing. Seth is <laughs> still stuck at five. Jared is I mean, it's a Jared, you're you're the only hope here and you're you're gonna have to get every guess on the dot to bring us back to save us from the wrath of Jordan this year. I Jordan mean, you
1: got it this year. He's got it. He's been it.
0: destroying us. So, Seth, you go first, man. And don't do that thing where you say, I'm not going to give people credit or whatever, and you, you go like 40 points too low. Go with your gut.
3: Alright. Well, I feel like this is the opposite, because I feel like I'm going to be upset because it got too high of a score. But I'm going to say it's a 60, and I feel like it got higher, and I'm going to be sad. Okay. This movie's cringy. I mean, it's not cringy, not cringy in the sense of how most people use it. It's just I don't see it as being a very beloved movie with the way it's shot, the music, and the overall content, especially at the time period when it was made. Because this was right, either right when Iron Man was coming out or right before, and you had just got what, X Men 3? Spider-Man 3. You had pretty much everyone trying their best to kill Oof. the comic book genre that had just been, you know, coming out. All right. So, Beth, I'm going 60. Beth, 60. All right. Jared.
1: I'm actually going to go lower um because I I feel like you actually gave too much credit because I feel like this movie probably confused a lot of people because of The exposition in the first two acts, and then they eventually got bored, as you just said. Uh, So, but I don't know how low to go, but I don't think it's like that low. So I'm going to go with the, I don't know. I just feel like critics, I feel like this is a very blob movie for critics. Or just a blob movie. I mean, yeah, that too. Um, but I enjoyed it. Go to hell, Seth. <laughs> 42. Fuck it. Universal answer to everything.
0: Right. This, is this is a tough movie. Let's be real. This is a hard movie to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score.
2: That 60 is such a good, good one to pick there, Seth. That's probably your best, I feel like, closest pick we're going to get for
3: a movie. Well, I'm pretty sure if I win, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. <laughs> is probably going to be
1: high. high. You know what? All right. (laughs) You went
2: 42, Jared. I am going to cut this almost in half, and I'm going to go
0: 52 on this.
3: (laughs)
2: So (laughs)
0: instead said 60. I held it in so well. And then hearing Yorton say, 60 is such a great pick. Oh, it's perfect! I think it's the closest you're ever to get. This movie got a 24 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, what?
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I should have gone with my You know what? I think
2: Seth, you brought up a good point when you were talking about like that superhero burnout right there at that
3: time. Yeah. you might
2: have been right on that. Good I God.
3: I'm glad that they I, got, they understand this movie's bad. auctioning so. movie, 24, good. I don't Even I don't think God. it should be a 24,
2: <laughs> though.
3: So I will say even I don't think that.
1: I legit thought it would be anywhere between 40 and 50. So I just picked 42 because it's, ah, uh, fuck it, 42. Yeah, But I thought it would be in that range.
0: Yeah,
2: God, me too, good.
1: four. feel my bad
0: for that. <laughs> when, I, when I looked it up, my heart broke. I was like, oh, no. I'm the one who likes this movie. I'm like the only one.
1: (laughs) I think they got it close, though. I think they
0: were pretty good. This (laughs) was cool. I
1: really thought it was going to be in that 40 to 50 range. What?
0: Audience score is 42. So you got that on the spot. That was the tiebreaker.
1: That's Um, what I'm saying. Like,
0: oh, that hurts. So, Jared, you're now in double digits. You're only seven points behind Yorton. You're making a comeback. Um I feel y'all, much better. I didn't bother looking up the Roger Ebert review. <laughs> I feel like I have to at this point. Let me just let me just type this in real quick. Um see. I, don't, if he,
2: I didn't even bother seeing this movie.
0: He did he gave it one and a half out of four stars? It says he has vibrant cinematography and decent acting, but I'm blasted if I know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like I, I think that goes to. I feel like this movie just needed more time to explain itself. <laughs> it was he very gets real
0: convoluted. Difficulty. He says Dakota Fanning's Cassie claims at one point that she's older than 12, but I don't know. Her mother would probably not have allowed her to fly off to Hong Kong alone, wearing a miniskirt and sporting a hairstyle with purple streaks, but her mother has been killed, which is part of her problem. She does, little, she does get a little drunk, which provides the movie's only laugh. Dakota's real mother probably told her Dak- Dakota Hunting. <laughs> Why don't you take the role and get to see Hong Kong? Um, so, that's what happened. And, uh, okay. So, he uh, he was just like, ah, okay, this movie happened. He kind of had that attitude. Um, all right, y'all. So, we're done with this movie. Oh, no, we're not. Jordan, do you recommend this movie?
2: I want to really give it a recommendation. It's just a fine movie. Someone's going to say, hey, are they going to watch him like, sure, watch it but I'm not going to go and tell someone, dude, you need to go see this movie.
0: Jared, you recommend
1: it?
3: Uh, Yeah. Okay, thank you. Seth? No. No. In fact, if someone's going to go watch it, I'm going to say, do yourself a favor. Just watch something else instead. Anything else instead.
1: Not anything. It's
3: not that bad. I'm thinking any other superhero movie. Go watch any other superhero movie. You'll be no, Why'd no you Zach tell? Zack. Zack Snyder exists, never mind. Uh you know, it's Eternals. No, don't. Ooh, no, this is on par with Eternals. Yeah. What?
0: This is the longest answer to the question of do you recommend
3: this movie? Yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> well, cuz I keep going like no and then I'm like wait, no, I'm waiting. I'm being way too harsh. No, I would not recommend the movie. But if someone were to go out of their way to watch it, I would probably laugh at them, but not necessarily try to dissuade them.
0: I highly recommend it. I'm also going to put it in the Hall of Fame. Yorton? I, I am not
2: going to put it in this, the Hall of Fame. If someone, you know what though, Seth, what you really should have said, if you want to see this movie, just go see Chronicle instead.
3: Yes. Yeah, that would have been better.
0: <laughs> I'd watch this over Chronicle any day. Seth, Hall of Fame, no? No,
1: no, no. Jared. Uh, well. Let me consort the phone.
0: Oh, we got a tiebreaker. All right, you're saying yes. So, you, are you doing the tiebreaker? What's the tiebreak?
3: We're gonna oh, call Phillip. our
0: mutual friend Philip. <laughs> Please answer, Philip.
3: Oh no, that sounds like a complete answer.
0: At least tell them to be on standby?
1: Today today was the first day of school, so no. I have
0: another tiebreaker if this doesn't work. Oh Oh. no, hold on. I'm gonna just if I have to edit this down, I'll do it. I have a I have another tiebreaker, a buddy who's gonna be on the podcast pretty soon. Hey. Um, we got a question for you. Hey, so we're recording the podcast right now, Um, Uh and we're tied. We have a 2-2 tie between whether this movie goes into the Hall of Fame or not. Have you ever seen the movie Pushed? Yeah. Did you like it? Is it? Do you think you'd put it in the Hall of Fame of a movie you'd watch over and over again? Joey. Okay. You're killing me. Okay. Oh, no! <laughs> All right. Fair point. All right. You just you sealed the fate of the movie. Thank you so much.
2: I don't know if we got his response. I couldn't hear it. All right.
3: Later. Me neither, yeah. but Ray's face told me everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said he loved it. He goes, yeah, it's a great movie. I really wish they would have ex- expanded on it. Then I said, uh, yeah, man. Would you watch it over and over? And he was like, I've only seen it once. I don't know. <laughs> That's when I was like, oh man. <laughs> all right. Sorry, well, Jared.
1: Uh it oh, I mean, we used the tiebreaker system, and the tiebreaker system worked in the favor of York Right.
0: Well, you guys suck. All right. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Why? It's alright. <laughs> It's in my Hall of Fame. And that's in my heart, and that's all that matters. Um, who's next, by the way? Who's picking the movie? Is it Seth, Seth. and Jared? Yeah,
3: Seth.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Seth, okay. what movie are we watching next week?
3: we are uh, I'm not sure this is going to be <laughs> a blockbuster, but I think it's going to be a really good conversation piece, kind of in the vein of Brokeback Mountain. Not necessarily the quality of movie, but discussion anyway. And uh, you all know my love of Michael Fassbender. So we are going to watch a Michael Fassbender movie. And it is known as the light between oceans.
0: I've never yeah. even heard of this.
3: Oh, it's good. I can't wait for y'all's reactions. I don't even know what it's Is about. it? I don't know. My bad statement is the what you it said that
2: I, you did sell me on your confidence about
3: that there with that. Statement. I I like the movie. I thought the movie was very, very like? good. I, I thought I the hate- movie was really, really good. I I am curious how I'm going to feel about it the second time I watch it. I watched in the movie theaters. I was also one of only four people. The light between oceans. It's where he met his wife, Alicia Vikander. Can you feel the excitement
0: in the in the chat right now? Mm -hmm.
1: Wait, he's married to Alicia Vikander. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, this is where they met. Mm -hmm. Okay,
3: I think I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to lead to some good discussion. That's actually what I'm excited for. And I'm curious to see y'all's reactions to this movie. As um, I had a very strong reaction to this movie.
1: Imagine meeting someone on screen and on set.
3: Especially I on this know.
1: movie.
0: What's of this movie again?
1: This the light between, light between Oceans.
0: Okay, we're going to watch the highfalutin titled movie <laughs> the light between oceans next week um we're super excited um if you can't tell but i'm just joking i'm gonna give it a really fair chance i'm just being an asshole right now I think well right, there's
2: a lighthouse involved and it's a I'm romance in. so maybe you'll enjoy it it's Look, two things you like romance and lighthouses
0: i like fast bender too and i like yep. that tomb raider chick i'm just saying this could be a really good time So until next time, we're going to watch that movie that I already forgot the name of. And we will see you guys (laughs) later. Y'all take care.
2: this one third
3: I, 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 promise you, I am not trolling it is legitimately a movie that i feel like is going to lead to some really good discussion about story and film in this movie